don't touch anything. <laughs> it's the greatest find yet. Nothing compares to it. But it's definitely something you should hear. This is The Real Deal with Larry Lawton. Welcome to The Real Deal with me, Larry Lawton. I got a special guest with me today. I got Tony Nardone from Executive Cigar. Hello, Tony. Hey, Larry, how are you? Uh, pretty good. Let me do some uh, preliminary things. First of all, everybody knows what's going on. Uh, my book comes out at 70 days. We have a pre-launch in like three days, so it's a, it's a cookbook. And uh, we're only doing 5,000 numbered and signed, and they're going to go fast. So we're letting people know now at enough of these uh, 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 events and all the, you know, what we're doing. Uh, our book, Gangster Redemption, that's why I'm an author, Tony. The book, crazy book. Everybody knows the book. Obviously, the cigars are doing great. We're here to talk to a cigar guy himself. You know, Tony, we're going to talk about the cigars because I'll tell you the whole process what we went through, and you know it, but I'm going to tell you. And now, this is going to be good because I want to hear your story, and people want to hear your story. First of all, I know you're a long time, too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But first of all, have a drink, man. Salute. You know, it's good to see you, Tony. Salute. I'm glad you came in. Uh, Tony is a, a, a local here where I live. Uh, he knows me when we started. Man, we did a, a pilot for a TV show 10 years ago, maybe. Seven years ago, eight years, something like that. Something. It was uh, uh, pretty cool. <laughs> had big dreams there, but uh, that didn't. Uh, that, that normal. I'm yeah. finding out, you know, they had somebody do a movie thing of me, and I'm glad it didn't go, to be honest with you, Tony. And uh, the reason I'm glad is because uh, I'm finding out they have to have the money. You know, you can get a lot of people want to do my movie, but I won't do it unless they have a big, big budget. Because I don't want to do it half ass, right. you know. I want to, I want to, if it looks fuck? like shit, then I, I, I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need that. But all right, uh, we're, we're talking with Tony Nardone, who owns Executive Cigar. Uh, he actually, you know, he knows the guys who sponsor this show, Oliva Cigars, and they're really good guys. From uh, Corey's been on the show, sitting where you are, and so has uh, Fidel. Mm -hmm. So those, they've come up here, we hung out, and uh, they really like the studio. And Great guys. Yeah, they are. They're really good yeah. guys. They're really a family company. They're big. They're the third largest cigar company in the world. Did you know that? I did. The, a lot of people don't realize very few cigar companies aren't family companies. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, they started Oliva, who actually was there. You know, Jose, which I just saw a couple of weeks ago, he still gets, he's down there a lot. And, uh, you know, he, he was the speaker of the house of Florida. You know, a lot of people didn't know that as well. Also, you know, what I didn't notice is they just built, Oliva built 180,000 square foot. Did you see it? Mm-mm. I got to show you some pictures in Nicaragua. They got, they're the biggest landlords down there. Also, they have, you know, they're moving this year. I mean, I go to their facility a lot in Miami. It's, it's 40,000 square feet. I did, an, you know, I did a show on it. Right. And they're going to 70,000 square feet. I wow. mean, to think of that, to see the vision and understand it, wow. Yeah. The, the business you're in, Tony, is a pretty good business, yeah. man. We're going to get into Tony. Let me go a little bit of history of Tony. Tony and I know each other over 10 years. Uh, Tony owned... Man, was this your third one, cigar shop? Uh, or you just keep the same one and you keep getting keep bigger? The, this is the third time we've, or the, the third location we've been in in downtown Melbourne. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So we, for the first three and a half years, we were right across the street, super small, 1,000 square feet. 12 and a half years, we were at the two doors over um, for, uh, that was the first 15 years, and then I got a chance to buy. So we went from renting, renting. Do you own to, that building here yeah, now? Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know. No wonder you put so much money into it. <laughs> Uh, Tony, just to everybody know, what's your address is? Uh, 843 East New Haven. 
Ace 43, which is downtown Melbourne. It's a, it, I often tell people, you listen, you know where Meg O'Malley's is? Let's go down because they know that name. It's down, down a little bit. Half a block east, other side of the street, or right across the street from the Dove. Oh, yeah. The Dove is a, a pretty good Italian restaurant. Oh, yeah. It used to be on the beach, though. A lot of yeah. people remember it on the beach. Uh, and t- so Tony's right there near Meehan's and uh, all that kind of Real, stuff. I mean, it's funny. The three locations we've had are right across the street, two doors over. I mean, there's a small triangle. It's a putter and a, and a half a wedge. Not even. Oh, yeah. Not even. Um, so we're in the, it's the heart of downtown. It is basically the middle. And it's, uh, I didn't want to leave the, the area when we were sort of figuring out whether we were going to stay long-term or, or, or bolt and go someplace bigger. Um, but right. You know what it is, Tony? I wanted, I wanted to keep everybody going. I wanted to keep everybody uh, uh, updating and say, you know, what's... I'm a kind of guy that always looks at things differently like than people. What I mean by that is, uh, how did someone get to where they were? Like me, you know, I mean, everybody knows my past, the mm-hmm. criminal past, and obviously that is how I got there. But, you, you know, you're a businessman, and you're smart. I mean, I talked to you about cigars. I didn't, I'm learning. I'm still learning. Right. And, uh, but I'm learning from some big people now. It's amazing. They got the growers. They got the, right. you know, the blenders coming in to meet me. And I'm going to Nicaragua in a month or two. And... But even though the fields aren't there, I'm going to see all their new buildings. and stuff. That's better at the end of the year. One of the things that never gets to leave a, a cigar company is uh, there's not a lot of fully integrated cigar companies in the world, meaning they handle every aspect. Everything. Everything. Aside from, I don't even know, maybe this has changed. The cellophane is the one thing that people buy because, you know, when they no, I, I think they do that too because... You know what happened, you know, like the boxes we have. Everybody knows that. The boxes I have are beautiful. You've seen them. Mm-hmm. False bomb. They got magnet in the wood. Did you see that, too? Yeah. I mean, people don't know. It's a, it's a humidor. Yeah. And it got the felt bottom. They really went all out on the box. And yeah. I wanted to make sure. You know why? I got a lot of kids. that. Want but they box. make them there. They make them there, Tony. Yeah. And and it's amazing to see the, the operation and the budgets. Because, again, I hang out with the, uh, Corey and, uh, and Fidel. And how progressive, meaning they just keep going forward. They're not... They're not, like, holding back. I think they're going to be number one, and that's what they're shooting for. Trust me. They're buying all these facilities, buying these lands. Yeah. They see the writing on the wall with, with this, the industry. That's why they even put up all this money for me, because they put up everything. Yeah. And the reason they did that, and they said, is because you are, are attracting the young people. Like, you know, my audience is you're, young. You're tapping into a different market as well. Yeah. Which is... That's what they want. Right. Uh, you know? And I look at it, when, when I started this whole thing, I didn't think... Because I walked in there as a friend, and... And then they said, I started showing them numbers. I said, yeah, but mine's not yours. They stopped me in my tracks, said, no, 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 no. Because yeah. I could show them, I have a, a very big world presence as well. I mean, when you're at 1.5 million, I mean, it's just on YouTube. Right. So we're at about 3 million with all, all total. Uh, you, you're talking about a big reach. Yeah, that's awesome. And we get, you know, the number that got me, Tony, is we're at like 30 million watch hours. Hours. Now, there's 8,000-something hours in a year. The whole year has 8,000-something hours. Uh, my channel has 30 million watch, not minutes, hours. That boggles my mind. 30 million hours of watching me. You know, man, no wonder I got swatted. No wonder the <laughs> shit that happened to me. But, you know, it's really crazy when you think like that, Tony. You know, it, it's kind of, it boggles the mind. Right. And uh, so they saw my breach, because with, with analytics, I could tell you how many people in Belgium, in Germany, you know, watch me, how many percentage, and what, how long they watch, and we have a very big watch uh, 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 time over ten minutes, 
which is huge. You know, right. you don't see who the fuck watches anything today right. for ten minutes, especially kids. You got right. we both have kids. Yeah. You know, I'm going to see mine tomorrow actually. Okay, in New York because he's in New York as well, and my grandkids. So that's the big thing for I me. I don't have those yet. Yeah, you, you're younger than me, Tony. So wait. <laughs> so you will soon, soon enough. But anyway, so Tony, you uh, started in the cigar. Give, give. A, I want to show. I'll show every. First of all, everybody knows we have fun here. So there's nothing I can't ask Tony, and he knows that. I'll ask him. Will we talk about anything? But this is about showing how somebody could uh, uh, progress. Meaning, you didn't just. How did you decide to become a star guy? How does a kid or a young guy watching this show? Love cigars. I've been smoking cigars for 40 years. And that's how I got in this business, really. I mean, what better, like, you know, ma marriage. Right. Uh, how did you get into it? You're how old, Tony? I will be, uh, I'm 57. I'll be 58 Damn. in a couple weeks. Okay. Trying to catch me. Yeah. I'll be 62. <laughs> you win. <laughs> no, I don't want to win that one. <laughs> I wish I did. You look good, though. But the, how did you uh, get into the business of cigars? I mean, owning it. You own a pretty, first of all, just to let everybody know, Tony owns the best operation I in this area, by far, one of the best I've seen around, and I've been going around now. Uh, well run, Tony. I mean, you, thank you. You, you. you do a lot with the bar business. Obvious part of that. Yeah, uh, it's classy. You know, you, you don't. You can bring people there. It's not a scumbag place. No, nope. uh, and you got high end stuff, and people know that, and I love that. Yeah, you know. So, tell me how you got in that. So, um, in two thousand, and we're this is our we're in our twenty first year, which is uh, sometimes I look back, I'm like, what the hell? How the hell that happened? Um, but well, so at 37, I, you started this 36, 35. Yeah. But wow. so, um, my dad was the initial, he was the guy he moved to Florida in 1995. He retired, um, him and his wife, uh, had a tuckaway shores down in, uh, just off of just by Bizarro, just a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, ran yeah, his yeah. mom and pop. She ran it was not big enough for both of them to do something. He got bored, got into cigars. Started a little cigar club and started meeting out a couple times a month. One of the best stories that I have in the cigar industry is the first account we ever had, not to mention other accounts, you know, mm. was Padron. We had Padron. Well, before you got my we, account. Yeah. <laughs> we had Padron before we had a, a physical location, which doesn't exist. Wow. He had a connection. We got it. So then he's doing this little cigar club. And um, there was a... Uh, a consulting business downtown that had three humidor cases with right. a family blend, no wrappers, no, uh, no bands. Just right here in Melbourne. Yeah. Downtown at our first location. And you know, Melbourne was a shitty place back then. Oh yeah. You remember, like, every, you know, rummage sale stores, the people that, you yeah. know, before like, I went to prison, I remember it. So I can tell was, you it was, shitty. it was a storage unit with price tags. In I went away in 96, Tony. So my parents have been here since 83 and downtown Melbourne was a scum hole. Yeah. I, could, I could have bought things. That I should have, uh. <laughs> God, to <laughs> turn bought the half the block. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, so he came down to retire. He got this, he started a little cigar club and uh, he called me on the phone one day. He goes, hey, what do you think about starting a cigar shop? I'm like, dad, I mean, at that, this time I'm still in the music business up in Wisconsin. Oh, I didn't know that's what you did before. Yeah. What, what, like just a music store again? Or No, no, I was uh, uh, my, I call it my previous life. My ex-wife and I uh, were in a band, had a couple CDs out. We toured all over the country. Oh, wow. and, yeah, and sold. Oh, the, you I know. didn't know that. That's a, I love music. Yeah. Listen, that's a talent, man, big time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, he decides, he goes, uh, I remember the phone call. He goes, you, you, are you interested in doing a cigar shop? I was like, Dad, I'm in the middle of promoting this CD, and we're talking, we're all, I got 27 dates going on. What, uh, what are you talking about? And he goes, I want to start this little cigar shop kind of a thing. And, and uh, I'm like, you need money? You need money for me to start this? 
goes, Usually, no, I don't it need goes money. the opposite way. Yeah, it goes, but I want you to be involved. So, okay. So push comes to shove. I came down for a Friday Fest. You remember Friday Fest? Mm. Top, right. Yeah. So the guy didn't want to sell because he still was running his consulting business. Um, his name was Bob. Great guy. Um, so we set up a tent. At they still do that. Friday Fest. No, they, Friday Fest has been gone for a couple of years. Oh, is it good? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I set up a tent. How much I travel? And of, where do they put us? Right across diagonally from the cigar shop, the, the cigar shop. So we had Padrones and a bunch of other little onesie twosie cigar lines and things like that. And uh, at a Friday Fest, we sold like 200 sticks. And the guy across the street is like, oh, I guess you guys are serious. So we, <laughs> you didn't even know no, you were no, serious. No, no. <laughs> we made him an offer for his fixtures because he had no. And when, when we bought the store, he had seven cigars in stock. And seven? I, seven. That's all he had. Seven was, boxes of cigars. No, seven single cigars. And I told my dad, we should have just smoked them all right there so we could say we, we smoked everything. You, you should have. You really should have. So that's basically where it started. Now, the first couple of years. That's a great story. Yeah. 2003, 2004, um, he kept pushing me. You got to move down. You got to move down. Dad, there's, you, you got eight customers this week. You don't need two people. You can handle by yourself eight customers. Sure. There, was, there was nothing. Because you know what it was like back then. Oh, get bad area. 2005. Um, uh, after my divorce was final, uh, I met my current wife, Kathy. We decided we we're going to take the plunge and move down to Florida. 2005, we moved down. So you stopped touring. I mean, it was just like one yeah, of those yeah. things. That, that was, yeah, that was, that was the end of it. That's tough for a musician because you, you did it for love, I know. Of course. Music is a love. But music. it was a job. I was, in, I was a professional musician for 18 years. Wow, I didn't know that. What did you play? Drums. Wow. So I wasn't really a musician. It was no, a, the, bullshit. The, <laughs> yeah, tell Ringo yeah, Starter. Yeah, no. <laughs> so... Uh, Kathy and I moved down in 2005. Um, within a year of me being there and not running the cigar shop like a social club, running it like a business, which it needs to be run as, we outgrew that space. 100%. That's when we moved across the street, and that's basically how we got into the... And that's, that's where I remember the first one. Yeah. yeah. So that's how we sort of cemented ourselves into the, into the Melbourne area as sort of the, you know, the shop. Well, you are, because, you know, I, I, I've been here since I got out of prison, which is 15, 16 years. Is it 16? I got out in 2007, so 17. Yeah, to this year will be 16. And uh, when I got out, you know, I watched a few scar places. You know, I've been going to scar my mm-hmm. whole life. Uh, and I even used to go to Corona. They were there mm-hmm. in, in Orlando. Yeah. And there was really nothing around here. I mean, even ABC Liquor, I don't think, was selling at that time. No. And now they're the biggest. I find we're going to meet with them. But they're the biggest sellers of cigars. I did not know that. Right. You know, how big they are, you know. Of course. They got buying power. But, but bingo you know, is what they yeah, got. They anyway, forget you know. them. You're, a, you're, a, you're an event to go to. See, there's a lot of people don't. We're going to be talking about the event I'm going to and, and people can go to and everything else. Right. But you're a place to hang out, meet people, play poker. You know, some guys do things. It's just, it's a great atmosphere. I want to emphasize that more than anything. So the difference between somebody that sells cigars and somebody that's in the cigar business is the experience. Yes. That's what you get at Executive Cigar. You don't get it at ABC. No offense to... No, no. The, there's no t- I'm sure they don't... They know it too. Yeah. I'm I sure, mean, you sure know, obviously, you know, you could get a cigar, you could go to these big places and these uh, online stuff. I've been already offered, offered, Tony, to take everything I got, you know, meaning, and, and they, they'll cut me in half, they'll do this, they'll because they liked it, and they, got, they know right. I got a following. Right. Before, you know, you know, but I don't want that. I want the experience of owning this thing and dealing with the owners. Like I do. Believe it or not, Sam does, obviously. But then when I know somebody and I get to know them and I'm loving it, I'm going down to the cigar places, getting to Nicaragua right. and, and learning about it. Because people just don't know 
what goes into a cigar? Oh, my God. I mean, how it has to hang for 30 days. Mine has a room in it. They, it's, it's locked in a thing. You got to remember, they have to do that because if they sell my cigar, and it is, in, in California or New York, all of a sudden, it's got to be the same cigar. You of course. Can, it can't be a different cigar. So it's funny because when, when uh, anytime we train new employees that we have uh, uh, or team members at the staff, um, I always ask the question, from, from seed the first touch of the seed to the shelf on the retail and in the, the retail store. How many touches? I, you know, I don't even, oh, I could, oh, wow. Uh, just at the rolling area, I could probably tell you this. Got to be 25. The average in the industry is over 200. 200? 200 individual touches. From start to finish. The first seed, oh, yeah, from seed. Yeah, I guess gets right. four times the seedling before it goes in the ground. It's got to get big enough. So I just was saying, that just before you do that, it's nine, right. I think, something. Right. right. So it, people don't get it. The box, making the box, oh. all, everything, the, the transportation, the curing Not box, counting your end, then. The, the, the color separation, every, everything. Correct. So it is a unbelievable process that a lot of people that don't get a chance to go to Nicaragua or Honduras or wherever don't see it from start to finish. But everybody that sees it comes back and they say, oh, my God, every cigar should be $30. Yeah, I was because just gonna... <laughs> there's so many individual touches. But, you know, but what you said is so true, Tony, because I learned this. Again, I, I, I smoked cigars for 40 years. And, and 40, whatever, since I was 18, obviously, so 44 years or whatever. And I, I had no idea. And that's why, again, that's what I call premium. Right. Obviously, you know, hand roller premium. And they, they're so different than any factory-run cigar in the world. Because, and the operations, Oliva, I had them on here and I had Fidel and them. Do you know they built a school? A school. I'm not for cigars, for the families of, right. I mean, it, the operations they have going down there are just, they got 6,000 employees. I don't yeah. know if you knew that. Yeah. 6,000. So I'll, I'll tell you, the first, the, the, I've, I've been to uh, Honduras once and Nicaragua once. Um, the, the, Statement that just absolutely floored me and blew my mind was the our factory tour person, and we were with Nimish from Rocky Patel, and they said in the winter months they release the women an hour and a half early from work, and that's for do you know why to pick up their kids? No, why to go home and cook dinner while it's still light out because most of the employees don't have electricity. Wow. I did not know that. Um, and he said it and it was sort of like, Oh my God. And then yeah. you sort of realize this is third world. Yeah. And, 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 and they pay well for them. I mean, that, yeah, obviously, you know. you know, I mean, the cigar places though. And I didn't know how much is involved when I know they have a, a, a literally a secure room under like intense security with all the blends and everybody's exact stuff that they have to do. Exact stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they want to make it exact. You know, there is a, yes, you could reverse engineer anything. Right. But try reverse engineering how long it would take you to do these things exactly. Because they do it the exact same way. And it's, so this is the thing that, if you think about it, is really mind-boggling. When you open up a box of Crooked Diamonds now, okay, and you enjoy it, oh, this is great. The next time you buy a box, what do you want? Exact same consistency, cigar. and you want it to taste exactly like it did the first time you smoked it, right? Hundred percent. That seems easy. Uh, it's uh, impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. And then you think of companies that have been around for twenty years. Let's say, but let's say my father, they've when you smoked their uh, uh, Libijou, whatever, however long that's been around, 
Then you order it five years later. You want it to taste the same way. So consistency by far is the most important thing from any manufacturer. And Oliva does it just Oliva's, as good as anybody Do you know else. how long Oliva's around? Uh, take a guess. I'm going to say 50 years, but it's probably... 135 yeah. Oh, yeah, because 135 just came Anniversary. Out. I got a nice yeah. box from them. Yeah. But the, uh, it's funny because... That's a great size, by the way. I oh, love that size. Oh, yeah. You know, I, when I ended up like working with... It, I say partner, but we're not partner. I own it. They're just my, my supplier back, right. and they did all the money. They put up everything, right. which is amazing. You know how much. I don't even oh, want yeah. to tell no, you no, that. No, no, no. Especially the size of the operation we got going now. Because right. I'm going up to California. I'm going to LA. Uh, Carils, I'm bringing them some boxes. They're going to be smoking them with, like, some big rapper, like P. Diddy. So, I mean, Mike Tyson, Michael Francis just got a box of my cigars. I sent no. them. So, you know, we, we're going on a different level. Because, listen, if I sit down with Arnold Schwarzenegger and, right. and smoke a Crooked Diamond, yeah. you know, you're talking about a different level that's right the, there. That's, that's the uh, epitome of, uh, 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 holy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to go, we need to hire more people. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because I didn't know it, and I'm having so much fun in it, and I love to learn things. And I know my business with the media, but I, I, I did, didn't realize how much I didn't know. I mean, I thought, you know, I knew cigars were hand-rolled. I knew a lot. I've been to the, right. the factories down in Bahamas and all that kind of stuff. Right. You know, remember that? Well, Grey, Grey Scale, Grey Cliff. Grey Cliff. And, uh, but nothing like, nothing, nothing like the houses and the, the facilities. And I'm going to be filming them all. They're actually, I got permission to go in. Oh, wow. And we're going to be doing, I'm going to roll. I'm going to do everything. We're going to do a whole entire thing down there. So they got to get security for me. They got a whole, there's a yeah. whole... I don't like to hear that. Whenever I hear that, it's like, do I really want to go? These are third world countries. Yeah. I mean, shit happens in Nicaragua. And, and they you hear know. you're on TV all the time or something. That, you know, right. you don't want that, that crap to happen. Right. But so you get into the business. Now, now, did you know anything about it when you started? I knew nothing. Wow. Absolutely nothing. And started with one line at a time. But, you know, Tony, knowing you, know, knowing you and your work ethic, people see, I know even friends of ours don't know your, I know business a lot. I mean, cause, and I'm a, I'm a street guy. So I see somebody who learned his product, understands it, understands the business. So was my dad. My dad was a street guy. That's what helped and, him. And, and the one thing that I will say this is, is and I think I take it from, I've always, uh, he, you know, we did it. I, my son and I were someplace with my daughter, and it was, uh, tell me something special about your dad. Mm. My dad passed away a few years ago. Rest Sorry peace, to dad. hear that. That's yeah. right. Mine did. Um, so I, I filled something out, and then they filled something out. And they said, what did you put? And I said, I learned uh, my favorite thing about my dad is he taught me how to sell. He was the best salesman that I'd ever sell met. Sell ice to an uh, Right. <laughs> um, so that's what I put. But the, um, I think I lost my train of thought. No, you kids. Right, yeah. That's all right. Have, have more, uh, sc- have more right, scotch. <laughs> right. Um, the, what did they put about you? Because that's where you were at. I didn't, they, didn't, they wouldn't show me. They, oh. they, they just turned it in because there was, it was like a raffle thing. So if they win, they have to show me, but it's kind of... Damn, like, they should have won. So, yeah. Because um, <laughs> I got two kids in it, and they give me their... Uh, obviously, I lost my kids when I was in prison. My daughter was 15 months old. I got out, and she was 13. And, wow. my, and my son was seven, and I got out, and he was 18. Now, I'm very close with my son. My son works for me. My daughter's having a baby of my grandson in July next month, so I'll have three grandkids. Oh. And we were all close. Congratulations. Close. Yeah, thank you. And we're very close. You know, all of us. Right. But it was rough in the beginning because they, they, they said hard things to me. And my daughter wants I'm yelling at her. And she says, where have you been my whole life? Got it. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a powerful statement. Yeah. So now where were you? you so said. I got it. I, so <laughs> I caught one that. Of, one we're of old, the, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a string around my finger for some reason. Uh, 
the, I think the best thing that sort of helped me was uh, when I look back to my previous life. For 18 years, I was marketing, booking, selling, managing this, the, the band that I was in. But I was also the drummer. And what do drummers have to do? They have to be the first guy in the building and they're the last one to leave. Because, Is that true? Oh, because they're equipment. I, I mean, it's a nightmare. And, and you I don't got, have roadies. You're not Billy nah, Joel. No, nah, nah. <laughs> Occasionally we had roadies. Um, uh, as your career goes on, your, your kit gets smaller and smaller and smaller just because I'm tired of c- carrying the shit around. This is four drums is enough. I can, I can figure it out. But what it taught me is when I learned this business, like nobody's going to help me. Get off your ass. Fucking learn it. Learn. Do it. I, do, I learned YouTube the jump same in. way. Right. right. You got to jump in, be passionate about it, and don't let anybody take it away from you. Tony, That's it. I jumped in for literally a week. It was a great story how, but. I won't get into that now, but it, I, I dove into it. I didn't, I, I, like I was like a Dracula. I, I wouldn't leave that. Com- I learned everything from every video, every person, every article, every influencer, every one. Right. To know this business like I know it now, people go, how do you know all that? You said, I'm yeah. passionate. I like what I do. And then I know I got to do it. You know, I'm not going back to crime. That's right. the easy way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Robbing everybody was easy. You weren't very good at it anyway. Oh, I was very good at it. That's the problem. Everybody gets I, caught. I mean, aside from getting caught. <laughs> but Tony, right. long time, a lot yeah. of millions, a right. lot of businesses. So, um, But good point for the, young people. <laughs> so getting back to the, the cigar side of things, um, I think it's very important, and this is, this is one of the things that if I ever got into the consulting when it came into the cigar world, I would say this. So many people think of the cigar business as this. They walk into a cigar shop and they oh, I want to smoke cigars and drink all day long and I'll be in the cigar business. Well, that's not what the cigar business is about. You're out you, of business. You know it now. So, 100%. Because this is, you have to sell, you have to be on it, you have to promote, you have to, you have to do all the elements. I'm different than you because I'm correct. like a, 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 not a, a wholesaler. Right. So, so I mean, you're, you in the music business right now are an unsigned band or technically a signed band because you have a deal with them. But that's when the work starts. Getting the cigar line, you think, oh, I just sit back now and I can smoke these. No, no, no. And that took a year. Right. And that took a year. Right. Just to, I blended this, though. Right. Oh. It's pretty good, huh? Uh, it is. Nice, medium bodied, nothing. Cameroon. Good. Cameroon yeah. wrapper. It's good for aficionados, amateurs, you know, really begin. The beginning. only negative thing about a Cameroon wrapper is what? I don't know. Okay. It's very thin. Yes. So it's not very durable. Very true. So if you're heavy and heavy handed with your cigar, it uh, it has a tendency to can crack a little. Can, but, but I keep them at you see the thing seventy percent. <laughs> look in this. You can even look on that thing. It's seventy yeah. percent. You mean you know, it's yeah. all controlled. But um, you're right, though. You're, yeah, I didn't is, know that though. Yeah, yeah. Is that why they're very thin? So very. It, so you have a slight box press. Yes, uh, I love a, box a soft press. press or whatever they. they, yeah, they it, and it's a half press. It's yeah, not a full half, box. That's press. it. Um, sometimes that's difficult with a Cameroon because a lot of cigars will. And during that pressing process, will deteriorate crack. and crack. Oh, crack. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, but they do it great. Because uh, listen, I have not had complaints, uh, and and of course, if I do, I will take care of them, obviously. But you know, even Oliva Wood, they don't, they, they back their products. There's no question. Yeah. Do Every that. manufacturer does because they, they have to. They would they wouldn't be anywhere if they didn't. Right. What are you going to do? Right. You sell our cigars, though. That's that's of course. Cool. Do you have you sold any? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Just to let everybody know, we have a major event coming up at your place in a week and a half, I think it is. Uh, today's Monday, and so a week... Today's not Monday. Today is Monday. Today the, is Monday. It is Monday for this podcast. <laughs> gotcha. Because to, Tony and I are both going out of town. 
Uh, I'm going out of town to see my grandkids, and it is technically Friday. Let's go. We can be like that. I gotcha. And but anyway, Monday. This is being ad. Anybody, everybody. <laughs> Monday's being aired. I love it. That's why I love Scotch on this show. The uh, Monday's being aired, and uh, so from Monday is the twelfth, and you're having it ten days later. You have it on Thursday, the twenty second, day after my birthday, just for you. Oh, really? Bring, Happy birthday! Bring me something nice. I'm gonna be coming back from Vegas on the twenty first. Oh, that's it. I'm, and the, I'm in Vegas the 18th to the 21st on okay. that show, uh, the show, uh, Sean Kelly show. Yeah. Uh, pretty big show. So I'm going on that show, doing a couple other things out in Vegas. I'm a Raider fan, so if you find something Raiders you like to buy me for my birthday. I'll oh, for Vegas? Yeah. Well, why is Vegas a Raider fan? They're in L.A. I'm oh, a, no, no. Oh, no. yeah. Actually, See what happens in three days from Friday wow, to Monday? fuck. We get fucked up. You know, Frank, <laughs> Frank, you know, he had season tickets. Yeah. A bunch of them had season tickets. Yeah, yeah. And they, and they got rid of them, I think. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, they, uh, so I'm going to Vegas, but, uh, and then we have your event. Can you tell everybody? I know I'm going there. Uh, we're we're going to have extra, bo- you know, an outro, whatever you yeah, need, yeah. of course, how that goes. And I'm going to sign boxes for people because they love that. I got the gold pen and all that kind of crap. Okay. And whatever, I'll probably bring books too, but it's really a cigar event. So yeah. I'm not, you know, but people could come and meet me because they, I have these kids came, I told you, from say, right. Kansas City. There's other guys saying, when is this event? Where can I go to this event? So, Thursday the 22nd, 7 p.m. Typically, we go from 7 to 9, 30, 10 o'clock. It's not too long. It's not too short. You got a full bar. Full bar. Um, our events are always, uh, we've always had them at the same, but we've kept it at 10 bucks. That's it. For, right. So you'll get one of the uh, uh, featured cigars. You'll get a Crooked Diamond. Oh, really? Don't know what size. And then you get something to eat. It's not going to be a full sit-down dinner. It'll be a snack and a thing and a... Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Shit, that's... that's a, worth it already. Right. Of course it is. The cigars, the cigars are $10. Right. Um, <laughs> So we've always done it that way. And then we do raffles and prizes and we do all kinds of fun shit. And, and we, we just make it different because I've been to 500 cigar events that you get in the room. There's, okay, tonight is Ashton night. And then 10 minutes later, uh, 8.53, it's there's a raffle prize. 10 minutes later, 8.17. There's nothing. There's no content to it. Yeah. See, I was going to be different. I'm going to give some books to you so you can raffle to Okay. Them. Uh, you know, stuff like that. We're going to bring some stuff. I think I have my lighters in and buttons, stuff like that. We're going to give you. So one of the things that we've always done from day one, since I've moved here. So not since not 21 years, but since I was here full time, uh, at executive cigar, we've always made our events different because I was tired of the, the bullshit, the bullshit and the boring and just standing around. So So, we came up with this concept, it's got to be close to 15 years ago, 16 years ago, where we make the raffle portion of the event kind of like a game show. Okay. Now, we've had it called the Board of Fun, where we, we basically put seven cigar boxes on a wall, and you get your raffle ticket, you come up, you pick a prize, I open it up, and there's sometimes there's gag gifts in there, or there's a lighter, there's some cigars, it's fun. Now... Go ahead. Just for you, because we go way back. I'm doing a different concept for your event that we have not, we've never done before. Well, I got to promote this. But it has a theme that I'm not going to tell you till you get there, because that's going to be the reveal. I can't reveal. tell my audience? No. It's oh. going to be the, it's the, it's the raffle, but it's going to be a themed raffle around Larry Lawton and the real deal and, and that. And you'll get, you'll probably get the biggest kick out of the theme of the raffle, now you got me intrigued. Yeah. I mean, I can't even tell anyone. That's that. called a teaser, Larry. It, I, I think I know what they are, but, you know, I shouldn't be teased. I'm the one doing it with you. 
I know because Sam goes here. I said, listen, Sam, I, he, he, we, I was at an event, some, and he goes, man, you're all over the place. You, you talk to everybody. You sign everything. You, that's what I do. That's my work. Yeah. You know, people say, that's why people don't get I, I, I filmed for seven hours one day. We did at Area 142. You know, that, that's the big cocoa place. They, right. they have our cigars, and they, uh, uh, we did a lot of commercials there. We did with a Ferrari. We did a whole bunch of stuff there. And uh, I will tell you what, uh, Tony, it was work. Seven hours of nonstop that's meeting people, filming. Yeah. Doing, you know, uh, it, 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 people don't get it. They just don't understand no. entertainment business. Yeah. You know, that's, and you are burnt out. I literally had the RV there. I'm the probably bring my, oh, matter of fact, I am. I'm bringing the RV to the back. So we got a spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey's coming from the Oliva Cigars. Company. Okay. He, yeah, you know, I, I, we made him come. Yeah. I had a meeting with me and Sam at a meeting. So uh, I said, I'll tell you what, the make you, because we're buying you a hotel. It's at the Melby. So you're going to stay tonight, right. and he's going to come to your event, and we're going to hang out. So it's know. funny. This is one so, thing. And that's the CEO of Oliva's coming to your event. That's pretty good. Yeah. He, he, and he don't like to do this. He don't like to do this shit. Because no, no, when you talk to somebody from Miami, what do they say? Oh, Melbourne. Oh, my God. That's two and a half hours away. You talk to somebody from Melbourne, it's, like, it's only two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is very true. Yeah. But Corey, even, even in, in events, he don't like to do it. That, he's, that, that's amazing what he did. You know, become CEO. 17 years, he was started as a salesman. Mm-hmm. People don't know that in the Midwest. And uh, it, he's been a CEO for five years, so at 12 years, becomes the CEO of a major corporation. Right. And, but anyway, he's coming up, because we've become pretty good friends. Did, you knew Bert, right? No. Oh, you didn't know Bert. Okay. No, Bert was there. What, was he there? He was our sales rep from the very beginning. Oh, you're talking about your place. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a couple of tragedies, too, from Larry. Uh, right, passed. different Larry, and but and Bert yeah, passed yeah, away, yeah. obviously. But Bert yeah. was sort of the quintessential. I remember the conversation I had with Bert at the trade show, because I'll go way back with Oliva as I first knew this company. Because now there's a brand recognition, there's a uniformity. Oh, but totally. Before this and all the branding that now is solid, it was unsolid. Velvet bands round boxes it was like chaos it was like a circus you had the the velvet bands made every cigar look Corey a lot of credit then. Yeah, right it looked uneven and i remember bert telling me at the trade show he goes listen we're done with these these bands and i'm like okay whatever he's, he's just making shit up because he wants to sell stuff and within two years everything got chopped and everything got put into a uniform so you open up a box and it looks like it's supposed to look there's there's a facing of great cigars yeah. they're all the same the bands are all the same so, so even the one with the label up is the right way you know what i mean like correct the, uh, uh, so you yeah. can pull it with the cellophane yeah correct. so it could pull yeah. it but have you seen any of the pictures of the ones before no oh my god the the i remember the o series it had like a a blue velvet band that was ununiform <laughs> and it took up space it was like it was what so it was so awkward you got to ask Corey about that when you go down there because i'm sure they have oh some... he's coming here next right. i'm talking I, I, we're traveling both he's traveling and he's coming for the event and he's gonna come that day and we're gonna hang out lunch and stuff and then yeah he, we got a we got him a hotel and he's gonna think you know go to your event yeah and so yeah i said Corey, come on you got to come up my area anyway fuck it i'm always down in your yeah. area so and we'll go and we'll go to lunch but uh you know, hearing it, because he's, he's very smart, very smart guy. Obviously, he's young. He's young. You know Corey. Yeah. Right? You, I'm sure you met him. Yeah. And Corey is, uh, I mean, when I, when I look at those guys and how they operate and what they do, I love, they in their facility, and they're made, they're actually, I'm going to consult for them on their new building on a media room they have. Oh. So uh, a whole media site. They, they want me to help you know, run that. And uh, they, uh, 
right now they have an executive lounge in, in the office building. I like the way that sounds. Executive lounge, <laughs> app. Wow, I didn't even think of that. It re- and it's great. You sit around. This is how all decisions are made. Mm-hmm. They're at the chairs. All of us are around. At a bar in the back. You know, wines. All like humidor cases, but all that kind of different cigars. Right. Uh, and you know, you just get up, you get one, you cut them, and we like I could put stuff up on the wall, screening the TV, like I have, and uh, we just sit down. Like when I when I actually pick the blend, and and you know, it comes out. There were six cigars, you know, not six six things with the lead, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. And then we did that. Then they made them. I didn't know which was which, and they labeled them A through A B C D E F and G. Right, there were right. six, and then we all sat in there, and I mean, me, Corey. Uh, Fidel, all the top people, you know, you know, Bernie, logistics, all of them. And we sat in there, we were all smoking cigars. We're supposed, you know, you're supposed to do the charcoal bullshit. No, right. but we didn't do that. I, I, you know, it's all my thing because it's what I want. And we, we pick and then I learned a lot there, you know, the blender. The, the right. People there tell you know, how that was done and how long it takes and how it ha- Oh, my God. I'm like, I, I, I was blown away. Right. Now I'm drinking wine, too. Now right. push that on there. But... <laughs> And we made the cigar. Even they said, wow, this is, it came great. I mean, you picked a, a good one and you right. blended it right. Not, I mean, I, I didn't go there, you know, to right. it. But it was my taste. my, And I like, because I, you know why, Tony? And I'm just saying this for me, and people have been saying it. You could smoke five of these a day and not have a bad aftertaste. Right. You know, there's certain cigars, hard cigars. Even a Patron, you try to smoke three, four Patrons a day, you can't. Right. It's hard. I couldn't. I mean, I, I, I used to smoke Patrons. Now, we're not saying don't do it. No. <laughs> if you buy them an executive yeah. cigar. <laughs> but, you know, and you really can. And I like that yeah. about this. It's not a bad aftertaste. Hey, women saying that. Women are saying that. Yeah. So, and I got the videos for that. So here's some of the... the. But at the one, before you get on it, don't, can you hold that? Don't yeah, lose it? I got it. Tony's event is the 22nd, which is a Thursday night. Yep. And I'm going to be there, and a bunch of people, it's 10 bucks. You come, you get a cigar and whatever anyway. A couple, right. you know, like little hors d'oeuvres or something. Yeah. Can't beat that alone. You get a cigar right there off the jump. And we're going to hang out, and uh, you're going to check out. He's got raffles, and you got to check out his bar, his lounge. I mean, I hang out there a lot, so, I mean, you'll see me come and go. And uh, some guys will be there. We'll do autographs. We'll do anything they want. Uh, and we're going to be there having fun, having drinks. You know? Yeah. And that's just going to be a lot of fun. I'm also working on a promotion that I haven't told you about yet that I'm trying to finalize, but I'll, I'll maybe, I, I guess I'll tease, tease it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'll please. Tease it. I'd love to so, help you. Uh, Crooked Diamond, we are a full-fledged, uh, full liquor bar. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I can sort of buy in bulk a certain bourbon. Right. Oh, I love bourbon. Now, Xcon, da- Dark Side. I don't want to say devilish, but, you know, the, if you do the devil. And then the angel side of a bourbon. And Henry. Right. So maybe we could do a promotion that if you buy a box, you get an Angel's Envy bourbon at a severely discounted yeah, rate. Yeah, and Angel's Envy is expensive right, bourbon, right. obviously. So you, you, we sort of do a, like a co-op thing, kind of see if we can. I'm trying to, uh, we haven't finalized that yet, but that's something that I'm working on because I like to sort of promote both I sides. would love to do that. Right. And, and, and Angel's it. Envy, when, when we do cigar pairings with, with liquors, right. um, the thing I love about Cameroon wrappers is it's very, like you said, it's very... Um, mild it's 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 good for us aficionado or an amateur right so there's enough there's enough uh body body to it that it's in between mild and medium agree okay that's what uh, people there's ask enough me, is it, right? flavor in it 
that somebody that smokes full-bodied stuff will get the nuances of the cigar because of the, the balance that it has. So um, that being said, I think pairing it with an angel's envy, the devil and the angel kind of meeting each I other. I love that because it's easy yeah. to promote for me. Yeah. But, it, you know, it, it's fun. <laughs> no, it's funny because I just, I was talking, I don't know if you know, you know the internet, and Michael Francis and, and Mike Tyson, they have a show coming out. And I know Michael, Michael, and I would text, and I just sent him a box and Tyson box of cigars. And uh, out in L.A., and uh, they want me to, it, I'm, I'm talking to them about, he has a wine. Michael has a wine. Which one? Michael Francis, okay. the mobster. You know who Got he it. is, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he has a wine, his own wine. And he said to me, he goes, Larry, I could see sitting around with your cigar and my mm-hmm. wine. Yeah. I said, Mike, I see, I see something there, too. You know what I mean? Like, well, we could do something and maybe have of it. Of course. At, you, know, you know, have your, his wine and his things at your place, and we do something on the East Coast. Yeah. Because he's up here a lot now. I mean, he wants to be. Mike Tyson now lives in Miami. So, okay. And uh, they have a, a show coming out, some uh, stuff, too. We're always, like, helping each other, which I like about the Internet. Because we all know <laughs> there's 7 billion people in the, in, in the world, and I think 4 billion have freaking YouTube. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or have, have Internet and all that. Of so, course. And so we're not worried about, oh, you're taking business from somebody. You know, it, it, it doesn't work that way. We want to help each other, yeah. you know, cigars-wise. I want to see you and me, and we, you know, make it. You know, it's not just selling online. I like doing what I'm doing. Yes, do I make as much? No, we know that. But I don't care. I really don't. I like the fact that we can go there. People, I already said people here. They go, where can you buy them in your area? I'm going to be up there. Go to Executive Cigar. And we've had people come in that people I don't. So that's how I figure it out. When people come in that I've seen 50 times before because they're, they're a customer at Executive, I'm, okay, got it. Say you got, yeah, I see you're getting some information from somewhere. But then I see people that don't, I don't recognize. I've never seen before. Do you guys have Crooked Diamond? I'm like, oh, that's Larry. Yeah. Oh, uh, that, sure. That didn't happen by accident. Somebody's getting some information, either from the internet, online, podcast, something. And that's what's driving them in. And said, hey, you have the Crooked Diamond. And right. I actually, every time I say it in this and, area, I always say, you, you can buy them an executive right. cigar. Downtown Melbourne, right. you know, it's only five miles from my house. And as an entrepreneur, that's the epitome of business where I don't have to market to get my audience. They walk in and ask for something specifically that we carry. Yeah, and you know why that is? Well, obviously, that's, 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 a, that's partnerships, number yeah. one, and that's working with each other to help each other. You know, I look at, I, I told somebody, I said, listen, you're going to go there. He has the cigars. In, I told somebody, they're in a glass case behind the thing. You'll see, you didn't have all of them, but you had a couple of them. You know, I don't know if you have them all now up there. We did have all the sizes, but, um, you know, we struggle a little bit with... with sure, space. We, we can't put six facings out. I, 100%. The different sizes. So we put out a couple. We maybe split a box and have two and two, and then have, if somebody wants to buy a box, we have the other sizes. Right. It's, and just, then you look. it's just space. Right. Yeah, it's like anything, like, you know, any space. And you have a lot of cigar. You have yeah. choices. Yeah. I like the fact somebody said, you know, when you think about our price, it's really a good price for a cigar. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, it's not... You're not spending twenty bucks or eighteen bucks for a Padron. You know that's you know it, right. It's ten bucks, ten yeah. fifty. I think yeah. ten fifty, eleven, eleven fifty, and twelve ish. Ish. It, it could be right. three to two dollars yeah. more, dollar half. You know what? You know what really sucks now. I really don't know. It's shipping. <laughs> oh, you don't think I know that? Right. You know how many so, I ship? So, so <laughs> you wonder how many I ship? So this a lot is, more than you. This is the difficult part with that is when we get it, ten fifty is ten ninety five. Mm. We got to add that on there because we got to cover. We got to cover our ass. You know, I, mean, I even thought about you know shipping's gone up, everything's gone up. Yeah. And even before we started, we said we figured out that number and stuff. I'm keeping it that way, but it's. I'll I'm going to tell you. I'll give you a secret. Keep it that way, so the retailers have a little bit of room to cover their ass. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Because if you if you make it eleven dollars, now we're in no man's land. Okay, I got eleven you. bucks. Well, I either got to go. Point. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and listen, I'm here to help the retail as much as I can help anybody. You're welcome. <laughs> as you get money, and I <laughs> listen. It's everything in my business is obviously people. People don't know this. My business is. I hate to say this is staying relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, I am because I'm always out there. I know these, a lot of celebrities and people starting to get my cigars and. I know what's going to happen. Right. I'm going to go to an event with these guys, and we're going to be sitting around, and people are going to be taking pictures, and I'm asking, can I use it? Sure, let's do a video, Larry. You know, quick, and it's me and somebody like a Mike Tyson or, right. you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and taking pictures, not, and maybe have them say a few things. People don't know. I'm coming out July 1st. That show officially starts. Okay. I have a show coming out called The Cigar Show with Larry Lawton. I could show you the, the already set up. It's all done, mostly done. A uh, few back-end things, we're doing it right because we we're, we have a, a big, big server that has to handle a lot, you know, so, uh, of people hitting it. Uh, and we got Oliva backing it, people backing it already, loving because there's no real show that has my push, right. you know, as a, as a, mm-hmm. a big enough uh, player behind it. And Tony, we have, uh, it's called The Cigar Show with Larry Lawton. It's little 8 to 12-minute uh, clips or interviews uh, we're going to interview you. I'd like to interview you if you'd let me. Of course. Because you're, you're the end where it goes to. Yes, we do the Oliva Warehouse. We do the CEOs. We do When I Robbed Your Shop is episode number two. Right. We move that to episode number two. People love that. That's going to be episode number two. Okay. And then I, well, I want you as the owner of a... a, a I, 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 it's I, still I was, a mom and pop. I, that's what I was trying... Is it small though? No. I don't think you're considered a small shop. You have a first of all, you have two shops, don't you? Well, we have a franchise. Where's the other one? In Sanford, Sanford, uh, Florida. Correct. Central. That's right. Uh, right. right near Orlando. Right. But that is a true franchise, which means I don't own any of it. Oh, okay. It's a franchise, sort of like a McDonald's kind sure. of thing. So they buy cigars from us, but it's a they have their own bar set up and they buy liquor from themselves. So their liquor. Uh, do they sell the Crooked Diamond? I mean, they should. It would be. I believe they do. I mean, I don't know. I yeah. just don't know. I mean, I. I they don't I, have I the that. they don't have the connection, so we wanted to bring it in first and build it up before. Sure, but, yeah. But, listen, yeah. you know how to get hold of me, of course. <laughs> or Sam, but Sam, Sam's rough too. Right. <laughs> I don't know if he's rough. Right. I don't even know Sam. I, really I, don't. I, I love busting Sam's chops. Oh, I know. He's, he's, <laughs> he's easy. He's a taker. He's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But you know, and but I know you got two shops. So this show we have starts July. Right. Uh, we didn't even push nothing yet. You know about it. I showed you a little bit. And that show is going to be pushed through the whole industry. Now, when people want to come out with a new cigar, because it's not just mine, my cigars. It's, a, it, it's the cigar show with Larry Lord. So it's guys who want to introduce a new cigar. A shop owner who, who wants to, you know, first we're going to have commercials. We're going to have, not commercials. In the, in, in the, the video, no commercials at There's all. Sponsors. Sponsors. They might sponsor the video. We're going to have ads around it, you know, so, you know. Where you want it, some of the probably the players are going to take right. advertising space around it, but it's a channel, so you can go down and look at episodes. They'll always be up there, oh. so it's going to be like you know, oh man, go check the Scar Show right. out. I'm in episode four. Right. you know, what I mean, that's what you could do, or two and four. They robbed me, right? You know, <laughs> but it, it's so I think it's going to work because I don't think the industry has uh, that kind of a uh, 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 platform. We've looked and we cannot find that kind of platform. Now, you're going to get a lot of people, not only in the industry, only guys when I go to Nicaragua, when I actually go there and take film and footage and break mm-hmm. them down. Uh, and they want to learn. Like, we're going to have an education section. I might do a, a quick video on how to light a scar, how to, you know, right. how to store them correctly. 
You're not building humidors or shit. I'm right. not a fucking building site. But, no. you know, little things that guys who don't know the industry. Cause, Tips. Again, young people, yeah. I think, will come. And, you know, our cigar club's worked it. You got a good one. You get 25% off. That's a, that's a hell of a deal. That's, yeah, of course. You know, so there's certain things, you know, I want to mention on the show. And I want to get shop owners, people called owners. Other ones. I, you know, when I went to the event, in, uh, I saw you down there in uh, the Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. You know how many people recognize me just from YouTube? A ton. Yeah. And they go, oh, you're, I said, yeah, I got my, what? Oh, yeah, we heard it on the show. Are you here? I said, yeah. I didn't have my cigars there because it wasn't, I wasn't a, 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 a purveyor at an event. I said, but I do. I says, but we're doing a show. That's how, they, can I come on? A couple of, uh, the, the, what is that uh, coaster? Uh, one of them. You see the coaster? Big Smoke. No, no, but what's the guy on the back? Is that the one? No, it was, it's just this one. Look at this one right here. Is that one right here? No, that was it. Oh, okay. There's a... Uh, oh, here, this guy. Uh, you know him? Oh, Serino. Yeah. yeah. So them, they want to come on. They have a young guy. I guess it's a father and son, maybe, or whatever it is. Uh, he, he was one of the kids. Oh, I know your channel. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. You're here. I said, yeah. That's me. I'm, I love cigars. Yeah. And a lot of people want to come on. So we're going to, you know, play, place it out. It's going to come out first every two weeks, a new, new episode. Okay. Because we don't want to... Put too much where I, we can't handle it. Right. Because once I say two weeks, every two weeks, there'll be a new show. All right. And then if it really goes well, then we'll maybe up it to once a week. And it's some a place that people can go at their leisure anytime and say, oh, check. I got to check the show out and see who's on. Or And it's short. We're not making it long. You gotta, eight right. to ten minutes is great. Twelve yeah. minutes, you know. It's not going to be over 15 minutes. And it's a sweet spot for YouTube. For you. Well, yeah, but no, no, I, I, this is totally not, I can't be on YouTube. In oh, fact, your own cha- oh, gotcha, gotcha, I, gotcha. I had to make this, I paid a lot of money. I had to do all of this myself. Okay. Because you can, your internet, no YouTube, no, no platform will let you spot us, uh, uh, promote gotcha. cigars. Right. It's a tobacco product right. and you know, you can't do it. My own, I put a porn side up, you know what right. I mean? I can do what I want. So, but again, you have to put the money behind it in, in, in the infrastructure. People don't know that. But I can do that now. So I can do that. The money, I, my, my money's going to come from advertisers. Right. Uh, people want, you know, listen, every company that comes out with a new cigar or a big cigar, right. they're going to want to promote it and whatever. So uh, this is just, I'll, I'll, without getting too far into no. what my background was, um, when I went to school, my, my degrees in marketing, my minor was advertising. Mm. So I sort of see the connection between the two. The one weakness I think that the cigar industry has is a lot of these brands. Who's the face of Oliva? Wow. Well, uh, there isn't one. I was just to say, I don't know. There isn't one. Only a few brands have faces. Mine Car- now has one. Carlito. Correct. Carlito. Fuente. Rocky. Rocky. Right. Uh, my father. Not really. Not really. I mean, because he's... He no, no, I know him. Nothing, I met him a few times. Nothing yeah. against Pepe. He doesn't speak English. Yeah. He's an old core Cuban. He has done fantastic things in the industry. But he's not... He, he is the face of the of their line, but it doesn't help them. And, and here's another thing. When we did my... So my point, not to cut you off, but I'm going to cut no, you please, off. No, please do. Please, please do. Is, you know that. This is what the industry needs, is somebody that's a face that's out there that can... To get to the people and talk about because that's what they want. People want to go to an event and meet somebody because they, they're it's hard to do. Yeah, they're going to an event to meet a rep, right? The guy that sells it to me that who gives a shit about who, who right? No, 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 right, right. right. No, I mean, okay, this event nice. you could come meet the CEO of uh, Oliva and Larry, right? I mean, that's a hell of a and, and nothing against the CEO. 
Nobody you're knows more of a face oh, because you're out there. Yeah, they know that. Of course, right. they all know right. that. But that's the that's the advantage for them. And you know, again, everybody knows my channel. I don't promote anything, Tony, unless I use it or like it. Right. I do manscape because I fucking manscape. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but I yeah. do. <laughs> Check, please. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, and and I I love the product. Uh, this cigars. I mean, I do not only the, I. This is a perfect marriage, really, because I love cigars. And now when I go to event, I go to them anyway, or I go to you right. know hang out at Corona or wherever right. I'm at. I, I mean, I, I was in uh, California. You seen that piece I did in California, California mm -hmm. Live? Wow! I mean, what a what a, what a story. you have you 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 have to stand behind what you're what you're promoting because otherwise it's it's you know how many times you've gone to a cigar event and the main focal point there. I don't want to pull out any sports figures. Go to a cigar event and aren't smoking the cigar. Uh, yeah, I've that seen that a few times, and I, and, and I actually said to someone, I asked one guy, do, do, "Well, you do you smoke?" Because no, I just like the smell. What do you mean, like the smell? You don't smoke it. You go to an event and I'm there. <coughs> I will smoke all day long with right, you because I, I do it anyway. Right. We're in here smoking, and uh, so what I wanted to do with with my, you know, with this with this brand, like you said, and the t that's where the evolution of the TV came. I'm in that industry anyway. I have the editors. I have the people that, you know, we now I'm hiring more. We think this project can really change the industry because there's no way people could promote their stuff the way we can. Right. Because, one, I'm at the face, so people know it. I get three, let's call it three million people that know who you are. I mean, it's crazy now. I mean, I was telling you earlier, 30 million watch hours. So there's enough people that know you. Even I mean, I get off to go across the across the pond. We've already shipped this cigar to Australia, to of course uh, you know UK a bunch of times, Germany, right. uh, all over the United States. Or I think I think we hit like 30 states now. At least you know one box that went to there. Uh -huh. Couple and, and and we're having re rebuys. That's the big sign too that that is a good cigar. Yeah. I got invited to a wedding. I mean that's pretty cool. I mean you know somebody buys cigars. I mean we got to talking and. He was a politician too, and all that, and he had a great story, and, oh. and we and so it won't be his last wedding. No, <laughs> yeah, we know that. No, he's <laughs> he's out of politics actually. But oh. and it's funny because it's younger. I'm getting more and more younger people coming up to me and say, "Larry, you know," and I told him, "Listen, here's a study. I don't know if you just came out. I just showed people this study. Did you know if you never smoked a cigarette in your life, okay, and you smoked cigars, right. and you smoke never smoked anything in your life?" Did you know that a cigar smoker has a longer life expectancy than a guy who never smoked anything ever? That's not my study. Okay. That was the federal government right. just came out with it. Do you know why? 2022. Corey and I read it. So here's my guess. This is, this is a little bit what I know. When you smoke a cigar, um, your blood vessels open up a little bit. They said it was about stress. Okay. It, it's a stress reliever okay. that most people die of heart attacks and, and, and life because of stress. Right. And if you can, you can take a cigar, sit back, relax, take stress off yourself. That that and this is a federal. Now you know the federal government did not want this study because they don't not. like this shit. Right. You know they don't want anything good with, with tobacco because the government knows what's best. Did you also know a great thing? And I, I actually thanked Jose when I saw him. Did you know the state of Florida had stopped all cigarette smoking in all state parks, but not cigars? Oh, I didn't. I did not know that. There you go. Just happened. Yeah. There's no smoking cigarettes in any state park now. You cannot do it. Oh wow. You can smoke cigars. Right. I like that. That's great. That, I love it. Yeah. Well, because you know, there's no filter. 
So it's biodegradable. Right. I mean, obviously, they're not going to hurt anything. So nothing's added to cigars. That's another thing. There's no right. additives. There's no, uh, you right. know, crap, nicotine right. put in there and shit right. like that. Uh, I mean, it has natural nicotine. Right. That's in the tobacco. Exactly. The There's no fire safety retardants yes, no, and things but, like but, that. that but go, in, the, in the cigarette industry, they put chemicals in that. Of course. Yeah. So, so they don't burn if you put them down. And the, well, right. Um, the... The philosophy behind cigar smoking versus cigarette smoking, which never gets talked about, especially in our industry, because the habitual nature of smoking. Have, have that cutter, buddy. Yeah. That's the one I robbed from Albert. Nice. <laughs> Need a lighter? 300, 300, no, I got a lighter. Okay. $300 cutter Jesus. I robbed from. I said, you got it back, but you, you owe me dinner. He goes, you, I'll you, buy the dinner. You could take the criminal out of the city. <laughs> That's a great uh, story, though. Um, so, cigarette smokers, this is, I, I heard this, this little analogy and I loved it. Cigarette smokers, if you ask them, would you like to smoke more or less? Most cigarette smokers will say, I want to smoke less because it's habitual. I wake up in the morning, I got to have my fix. I got to have my cup of coffee, I got to have my fix. I got to have this, I got to have my fix. Cigar smokers, when you ask them, would you like to smoke more or less? Cigar smokers will say, I want to smoke more. Because those are my moments. Those are my Zen moments. That's my. I got my drink. I got my cigar. I'm relaxing. I'm. It's not. I wake up in the morning. I gotta have a cigar because I'm. I'm having a nicotine fit. That's not what cigar smoking is about. Cigar smoking is about being with like-minded people. Social. Very social. social. Sitting in an element that you feel comfortable in, and you're not chastised for smoking a cigar, which is typically, you know, I hate yeah, to say cigarettes. it. Cigarette yeah. smokers are the ones that. That yelled aloud is, oh my God, your cigar stinks. Wait a minute. There's no chemicals. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because uh, I, I, we mentioned this, Tony, uh, uh, Corey and I, when I interviewed him, were talking about that. Uh, we actually talked about, it's great with a cigar. You could be a construction worker. Go to Executive Cigar, be sitting next to a CEO of a company, and you guys will start talking about cigars and this, and you will have a connection. Right. And it's no, the guy doesn't look down on you. you he, nobody, it's a great, you know, I really believe if you got a bunch of politicians in a room to sit down, smoke a cigar, relax, and get shit done instead of this crap they're hating each other. And I really believe that, that it, it can be a lot. It can do that, in my mind. You Absolutely. Know, cigars. And I think that's where the study came out. And it, this is a government study. So you can't, nobody can say, oh, it's an you know, industry study. This is from the federal government. And they didn't want that number to come out. But that, they did that long-term study of... But, you know, health health reasons. Right. Obviously, nobody's sitting here to say, you know, smoke 50 cigars a day and fucking, you know, right. uh, you know whatever and, and the, anything. The big thing health-wise with smoking in general is inhaling. Now, you can inhale a cigar, but most cigar smokers don't. It, no. If you do, most will puke. Right. <laughs> now, it is, a, it is an acquired or a, you, it's, you know, if, the longer you smoke cigars, sometimes if you want to retrohale to find a different note through your, through your nose – then I, I never do that. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, you, know, you don't have to do it. And no. you, the, a cigar was uh, intended that you don't have to inhale it to enjoy everything that was intended to be enjoyed in the cigar. You get the flavor in your mouth and then your tongue and your Correct. throat. Cigarette smokers, most of them inhale. Oh, every one. I never seen one that didn't. Correct. Because it's not about the flavor of the cigarette. It's about the functionality of smoking a cigarette to get the nicotine in. Tony, stuff. you got you to gotta listen. I, w- I went on a, a bunch of shows with the cigars. When I first got this deal, uh, I went on a, play, a show called Dope as Yolo. It's the biggest marijuana website in the country. 
And the guy's name's Thomas. I become friends with him. He's a great guy. Very smart, young guy. He's 30, 35 or 33, whatever he is yep. now. He's my son's age. And uh, so I bring him a box of cigars. And we literally open them on air. The whole works. It was, it was the Milanios, the, the, the cigar of the year at the right. time. Yeah, not at the time. You know, back when yeah. it was the cigar of the year. And I said to him, I said, now, Thomas, I'm going to show you and teach you how to do this. Right on air, we did this. And it's all filmed. You can go back and look at it. It's great. We, we kept the clip. And uh, so I said, here's the deal, though. Now, I'll do this. If you inhale it like you do a joint, because I'm smoking with him. Mm-hmm. I'm actually smoking weed with him. Right. I said, you're going to puke, and I'm going to get over there. I'm going to finish the show in your seat, but you're going to be on the green <laughs> doing it. Don't. He did it. And, and he did it. And he goes, you know, this is good. I, I made him a cigar smoker. Oh. And he goes, yeah, now I'll do him now. And I go, wow. I mean, he'd never had one in his life. Wow. And he went on a show. So, and I did it on a couple of shows. And uh, so he, he goes, I didn't know it. You know, they didn't know that you can enjoy the flavor without, you know, a pot smoker or a guy smoker, right. you know, that inhales. Uh, it's not, not to get high. I don't get high or anything. Right. But I do. And this is the truth. I could sit here with a bunch of guys. And I hope you come by. If we're here... Hit the bar here, we'll have scotch, we'll sit around the couch. And believe it or not, we, we solve problems, like solve problems, help each other, do things, and smoking cigars. Right. You know, and, and everybody knows you could come here and smoke not my cigar. You know, I don't give right. a shit, but smoke mine. So it's, it, <laughs> it's funny because um, obviously we're going we're, we're gonna to have a great event on the 22nd of June at, uh, at the shop. And, it's ten- and that, that, that information is going to be in the link here and it's going to be on all of my social media, everybody. It's going to be on my YouTube community page. It's going to be on Instagram. At the address and everything is going to be on all my social media of when this is to let everybody know. So June 22nd at Executive Cigar in Melbourne. Downtown Melbourne. Um, that night we'll be promoting Crooked Diamond. One of the philosophies we've had since day one, since it was my dad and I two shops ago and we had 855 square feet. It's what do you got now? Just under 4,000. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And Pretty a, cool. a little thing that we're working on, we have that back room that we've really undeveloped for uh, four and a half years. Behind the register there? Nope. Uh, in the back right-hand corner of the shop. You mean where the lockers are? Behind it. Okay. I didn't there's know, I didn't, there, I didn't know right, it was there. It's yeah, a, yeah. Which has really been a storage room for four years. We're changing that into a tasting room. We're going to be doing, you know, we do private barrels and we have our own executive cigar picks for Old Elk is what we have in stock right now. But we've done Whistle Pig and... Uh, you have great booze at your place. Right. You do, and, you do. And, and the private barrels is one of the things that I'm really, really juiced up about, no pun intended. Um, uh, Woodford and Herradura Tequila, Pilar Rum. We've done these Wines. barrels. that No, no. Those barrels are ours. They have our name on oh, it. Oh, okay. Our selections. That we that we specifically pick, um, so we're going to be really taking that to the next level with the with the tasting room. That's going to probably be, uh, I, I mean, six I, months down the line. I mean, I want to say four months, but it means nine months. That's I know what you mean somewhere within the next year that room's going to be completed, and we're going to be emphasizing a lot more of our barrel picks and and a lot of selections that may not be available in the bar. When it's not being used for that, are you thinking about maybe a private room? It will. It'll be dual like purpose. Private room. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love. I, I like. And here's why. I think sometimes I want to come here with a couple of guys. Let's say it's a couple of actors or somebody I'm knowing. I'm getting a lot. Sometimes they just don't want to, and they'd love to come to a place, be out there when they want. Right. 
but let's go to a private room. Absolutely. And, it, it, can, it can be Not used to be for, assholes, no, just because no. sometimes it gets, right. it's hectic, and yeah. I know they, we need to get away. Yeah. And, but they still don't want to leave the party. Correct. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, during the event, we're going to have my RV in the back, you know, because uh, we told, because this way there's a bath, there's, you know, bathroom and everything in the back, and so you can sit down, relax, because I smoke in my RV, yeah. I don't give a shit. But it's not for that, but it's, you don't want to leave the event. No. You know, you don't want to have to go somewhere to get away. You want to be there. Correct. And that's, I think you got a good idea there. Yeah. I didn't know that was, I was wondering what that space must have been. We had toyed, so when we moved into the new facility, we, it, you know, you put business projections out there and you're thinking, okay, this is going to be this, this is going to be this, we're going to have this. Oh, sure. We went such gangbusters the first six months that we moved in there that we didn't have a full liquor license then. I remember. We just beer and wine. I remember the bar. I used to go to drink wine. And it went so berserk initially that that brought the liquor license in play. And my philosophy with the liquor license was this. I'm not renting it. I'm not leasing it from anybody. I will get the money and I'll buy it outright so I own it so nobody can take it away from me. I'm learning. <laughs> now, that's true. Good for you. Uh, uh, really, I mean that. Uh, that's, I'm like that what I do. I'm, I'm just very... I, I got to know everything. I, 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 sometimes to a fault, but I, I, you know, I got to let go a little bit, but it's so hard for me and you. I know that because that's our types. Yeah. We, we want to know everything. Yeah. And you know, there's nothing wrong with knowing everything. So nobody pulls some bullshit over your eyes. Right. And, but it's hard to expand, especially my business, even more because I'm traveling, I'm meeting people. And I mean, I have to have people that I, I go to an event. I'm getting to, going to California again. I got invited to a couple of events. You go to these events, you got to bring someone because you got to find, and his job is literally find out who the people are because, you know, like, who is that? Right. You just don't know. And you don't want to look like an asshole. Right. You know, I was at an event, Tony. I find out, who's that? That's the number two porn star. And, you know, okay. You know, I mean, I, I didn't know. You know, I showed you some, some videos and stuff. <laughs> but I didn't know this shit. This yeah. one, one was Kendra Sutherland. She's a, you know, she's very well recognized. She sold a video for a million dollars. She got kicked out of the University of Oregon. It was a big in the news oh, wow. for a masturbation video in a library. And she got kicked out of the university. And she ended up selling that video for a million dollars. And she's a, she's a porn star, a pretty big porn star. Beautiful, wow. nice people, too. Yeah. Trust me, I met a lot of them. And, uh, but there was other actors there. And I, you, know, you just don't recognize. Cause listen, right. I'm not on TV. Yeah. I mean, I don't follow TV. I'm a YouTuber. Maybe right. Mr. Beast is there. I'll know. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> that fucker's the biggest in the world. Wow. Is he amazing? That's yeah. who I literally look. Yeah. I hate to say look up to. He's 25. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I was telling you, my 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 kids are are more into the YouTube. So they got to know my channel at least. I I have to fight for the remote to get it to regular TV. If there's a game or something I want to watch, the the NBA Finals around, I want to watch the game. How old your kids? Uh, my son is 16. My daughter's 14. Wow. Dominic okay. and Celia. Okay, good for you. Uh, my wife Kathy. She keeps the household together while we are in the cigar business. The I have to fight to get the remote to watch a sports game because they want to watch good, good videos about golf. They want to watch Mr. Beast and this contest he's got going on. This other kid. Well, that get him a, on my channel. This, <laughs> this, this other guy that took a penny and turned it into going to meet Mr. Beast. This was, and, and I'm watching, I'm into three hours of content. I don't know if you knew this, Tony, that, you know, Mr. Beast, he's the biggest influence in the world. Uh, he makes Super Bowl money on every commercial. Did you hear what I just said to you? Yeah. He does commercials at two and three million dollars. One commercial on his channel. Yeah. But I just showed somebody his day's channel. Eleven days, hundred and ten million views. Hundred and ten. Who what business does not want that many eyeballs right. on their product? Right. Every major corporation. So 
what the Super Bowl does, he does every day. I mean, it's, he, he spends $8 million it's a incredible. month. It's incredible. He spends incredible. $8 million a month. He's a billionaire. Right. His company is the first YouTube billionaire. I don't right. know if you knew that. Yeah. It just happened this year. And there'll be a few more. Uh, just amazing. And, I, and, I, and you know, I know his story because, again, I did the deep dives. I researched. You can't not know him. No, and I researched. Right. I mean, like how he did it, what it is. He, right. he, algorithms, smarts, uh, hard work. Right. He's really good for kids to look and say, this is what it, it takes. Tony, what we do is not just getting out there and putting right. There's a lot to what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not complaining any stretch of the imagination. But it, it's, you realize, if you got to love what you do, and I do. And passion. It, yeah, it's a passion. And once you do, you, you realize how hard the guys ahead of you did it. And worked, oh. and these guys are big. I mean, they make people don't know who the real stars are in, anymore. Uh, they do. The kids right. do. Yeah. Because you know, none of these kids even have cable TV. No. Nobody under fifty. Has. They don't have to. You're over fifty. Right. No kids have. Really, it's the truth. They don't have. I, you know, some. My mother has it. She's ninety. You met my mom. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to meet my mom usually when they come. <laughs> they really they come here. I've had. You know, I've had Randy Linear here. You know, Randy Linear was the biggest pot deal in the world. His last load of dope was fifty two million dollars 180,000 pounds he went to prison for 27 i knew him i mean randy was in federal prison when i was in federal prison mm-hmm. so we knew to say people people who heard our podcast said oh my god it's like two whole home two guys you know homeschool guys you know like right. we're still for you know we talk he's got a pot brand he's got everything now he's out now of course he gets life sentence for pot you know right. what i mean now it's legal but anyway uh he's a great guy and uh it's funny, we were talking just the same. He goes, Larry, you know, we were in prison when a lot of this shit, you know, this right. internet, and, and we were. And now you look at these young kids, they're smart, they get information, you can't bullshit them as much. You know, I tell kids, you're smarter than me. The only thing you don't have than me is experience where I'm going. Right. Or you're going to go if you make a bad choice. Right. So I try to keep that going. I'm going to mention again, wow, this flies with you. But the. Uh, we got a great event, the 22nd of this month, June 22nd, Executive Cigar, downtown Melbourne. Executive Cigar, downtown Melbourne. Uh, I'll be there. Corey uh, from uh, Oliva Cigar CEO, Tony right here. We're going to have, listen, it's going to be a fun event. I can guarantee that because I just go there. I'll probably have a few drinks in me. I'm sure I do. I do whenever I go to your place. Right. <laughs> You've got great booze. I was telling someone, we talked about your cigar shop the other day to somebody. I said, you know what I like about a best of the cigar shop? And I'll, when I go in. He's got good booze. I don't look for the price. I mean, it's okay. Right. Believe me, for the high-end stuff you get, right. you got good booze. You're not getting, you're not getting, listen, if you want to go there and get a Smirnoff vodka, you're not going to go to Tony's place. No. You want to get a Angel's Envy. You want to get a, a, I remember I went to your shop the other night. You remember the event? And I was asking a guy, what's the, this, I didn't know what it was. He showed it to me, whatever it was. Damn, good shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I'm, I learned. I, I think you guys got a really, and the way you did it with the boards, you really, I don't know who comes up with your designs. That was a designer. Not, uh, not, okay. not me at all. Brian Ellenson came up with that design. He showed me, I, I, just, I just pulled it out. Um, Great design. Yeah. Just the way it is. So he showed me that rendering. And if you look at the rendering, I'll show you because I have it in the office. Um, it looks 99% the rendering, how it turned out. Wow. Yeah, that's and rare. the first thing I, I saw with the two by fours was because uh, they're all different colors, was cigar wrappers. Maduro, Candela, all the different wrappers, Claro, all the different colors, brown, light brown, dark brown. I'm like, oh, it's sort of cigars. It's manly. It's two by fours. Now, little did I know, five years ago, two by fours were cheap. Now that's like an investment. That's oh my like a God. that's like a 
I, 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 my my, my I mother's got, a got, roof went down. I had a guy to two by four. My sister went, she goes, you know how much wood is now? <laughs> so it's, a, it's like a Bitcoin investment up on my roof. Uh, but that I have we, a question. I got an idea for a shop. I was, when I see him on things, like, because I was asked to do it. Not because I don't want this to sound egotistical or anything. Right. Uh, some of these shops have, like, a wall when somebody comes in, like a Joe Montana or myself or somebody, you know, and they ask you, hey, can you take a picture with me? And then can I put it on the wall? Yeah. Sign? Absolutely, you know, you know, and I always go into a shop if I see or any place, even restaurants, you got to go look who was there, you know, and the more you get, you know, obviously you're known as the premier shop, period. Right. There's no question about Thank that. You. Uh, and there is nobody. Listen, you ask a cigar shop around, oh, oh, executive, that's the first thing anybody will say. Not, I don't even, I better stop, shut up because I, I don't know the name of another shop. I know where they might be, but I literally don't know their name. That's. And I'm a cigar guy. So we're, I'm going to get back to the, the word I used before. We created an experience when you come into Executive Cigar. Totally. We have it all. For a bunch of years, it was beer and wine. And nothing rips my and heart out. And I used to go more, there. Right. Nothing rips my heart out more than I'm going to go across the street and grab a scotch. We did it. Fubas. You remember of course, that? Of course. Um, now that's not, not an issue. So we've got the, we've got, you know, our mission statement has been since day one, the same thing. To have the best selection in the most comfortable environment with the most knowledgeable staff. And, you know, we, you know, we have a lot of friends. We'll meet there. We'll yeah. go out to somewhere. Oh, I'll meet your executive. Yeah. And that's just, that. okay, I'll meet. Sometimes women don't like it because they don't want to go in or something, you know, because it's small. So no matter what you do. But our air. Is very good. Is way better than it was way the last be- two situations. Way be- yeah, yeah. Way better. Yeah. But it's still, I mean, you, you can't help it. It's a cigar shop. I mean, it's not, there's no, it's not going to be like fucking flowers and fucking, uh, no. you know, daisies. You get the essence of cigars now. You used to. Not be able to get away from cigars <laughs> in the last two shops. It was no, but that you know, again, that's purifying systems and yeah, everything yeah. that you put on. I know you put a lot of money into those, man. Forty grand, yeah, to make it. They're expensive. Yeah. I, I paid six hundred dollars for a, a stand unit. Yeah, <laughs> in this little room. Right. <laughs> Try to do that with four thousand square feet. No, uh, it's just it's astronomical. This is four hundred. Yeah. <laughs> four hundred square feet. Now I look at you now. I just I thought about the pictures because I'm thinking about people. Uh, you know, Dave Chappelle does a uh, uh, a show here, and someone says he smokes cigars or something. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna t- you know send one to his uh, send a box to his his address, and, right. and he does a show all the time, a lot up here at, at the King Center, and he comes downtown. Yeah, I'd love to bring him in there, and you know, absolutely. Have so a, I'm uh, saying something like that. You take and you start doing that. You start smoke one two. You don't even give a shit. Yeah. Somebody comes, you tell one of your bartenders. Yeah. If I'm not here, somebody comes in, you know who they are, a baseball player or ex-player. Right. Take a picture. You can't hurt and tell them, can we send it to you? You know, when you get it blown up. And everyone will say yes, we'll get his address. Yeah. Send it to him, and they sign it. You know, hey, so Tony. The last one to come in, which is... Uh, Rocky Patel comes in. I mean, you put well, him on the wall. Rocky's a cigar No, But guy, still, you right, still yeah. put him on the wall. He's also a celeb. People right. know him. The last musician guy to come in. Uh, from, from down in, uh, the guy that's down in Melbourne Beach? No. How about, how about Kelly coming in? I'm sure he will. So uh, he was at the King Center, came in the day before his show, uh, or maybe it was, no, it was the day before his show, incognito, baseball hat, sat at the bar, had a cigar, had a couple drinks, had another cigar, uh, got a little pack to go, um, rang his card. It was Joe Bonamassa. Are you kidding me? And. I wouldn't have recognized him because yeah. you see him on stage, slick back hair, sunglasses, and you, you, the, you, just ripping the, just ripping these riffs. He's sitting in the bar, and we had no idea who he was. 
Wow. Until See, he paid now, his bar. And you should have took that. Now, I would have loved that. So then, after everybody's like, oh, shit. Jesus. So we got pictures. He signed a, he signed a cigar uh uh, a cigar box guitar that we had in this. So I mean, take it you that yeah. you, you'll get better at that. Like I, I have a friend of mine. I, I don't know you know you know who Ro, you know Sublime. Of course, they're good friends of mine. Oh. and I, uh, I talked to him once, and we might have a concert here, and I'm gonna bring him in my doll, right. and you know a private thing. I mean, like on one of my friends' ranches, you know my guys, yeah, and do something. It'd be only friends and party and hang out and stuff like that. He's amazing. Kid is just. I, when I go to his concerts, I mean, I, I go to stage. I'm sitting on neck with him on the stage, like right. neck off the stage, and we're friends. We're going to the uh, in his bus, and you know, we do all that. I bring my RV, and they I park it where they park it. So we use mine usually. Right. It's really crazy. Yeah. We use mine. And there was once Pitbull there. And we're hanging out, all of us. And uh, so there are people you that come through you don't know, especially you know baseball players or people who live close by. Mm-hmm. I just think it's cool. Because then you get people who come, and not only does it help an area, you can't hurt. I mean, they do something, what's going on? I just look at, now, I only look at, in my industry, there's some big players I know have come here or come close enough to Orlando. They say, Larry, we, I said, I'll be in Orlando. I'll come on my way, and we'll, we'll, I'll take you to the best roast beef. I go to Main Street. I love right. that roast beef sandwich. Yeah. So I'll go to Main Street, and they go, man, this is a fucking good sandwich, you know I'd love to take them down there, have a cigar, right. and, and just you know take them, you know, say, listen, you got to come meet somebody and hang out, and we'll have a cigar. And believe it or not, socially, a lot of people do smoke cigars. I mean, even the you know the big people yeah. they smoke cigars, yeah, and have them come in. It'd be pretty cool, absolutely. So I don't know where you would put it, you know, a wall somewhere. I mean, you know your space better yeah. than I do, uh, but I always look when I go in. I said because then I look on the wall, especially restaurants. I've seen that done in a pizzeria. The pizzeria got so famous that celebrities were coming from all over. Yeah. You know, it's a fucking pizzeria. Right. And, and, but the pizza was really good. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it becomes a thing. And we don't have anything like that down here. No, nothing. And uh, so this was a few years ago. There was a, uh, a festival at Wickham Park. Can you, uh, tribute to oh, the yeah, 80s. The, the Woody. The, uh, uh, oh, do you want to grab it, Tony? <laughs> we're, yeah, we're passing around to, to Glenn Levitt right now. I don't even need ice. I got to do a video, Tony. So, that's all right. <laughs> um, the, uh, it was a tribute to the 80s. It was like an 80s. I festival. love Glenn Levitt, too. Okay, why not? <laughs> Even though that's not the big one. <laughs> right. Um, and I was celebrating my dad's birthday. We were at a pizza place in, uh, uh, it might have been Bizarro. And oh, Frank, my the, buddy, you know the that. The shop called, said, you got to get here right away. The guy from Karate Kid's here. I'm like, oh, like, uh, Ralph Macho. Well, that's what I thought. Go in, Marty Cove, Cobra Kai. Oh, the sweep the leg. Yeah, he's there. He's a huge cigar smoker, and he was the most. Now, granted, he was in uh, Rambo. Yep, as uh, with the uh, Sly, um, he was the most unobtrusive guy. You, he took pictures with everybody, and then my kids at the time might have been six and eight. Did the the, yeah, the, the, the pose stance. with the with the stance and sweep the leg. He said, "Sweep the leg on everybody's anybody that bought a box or anything." It was he was great. He was just he was he was such a cool guy. You'll find I'm finding out. You know, and that's somebody nobody knows about. I, I mean, you didn't know who Marty Cove was. No, when I said it. not until you right, told me who right, he was. Right, then you get it. It's funny because when I, when I uh, go around now and I go to a lot of events, not events cigar man. I mean regular like YouTube stuff yeah. and and 
And you'd be surprised. That's why I said, well, I have to tell, I have to tell somebody, you know, who's with me. Find out, you know, because I want to know who I'm introduced to. You know, right. I, I went to this event. It was thrown for me. It was a 420 event last year. Not this year. Last year in California. And they had a party for me. And they had so many famous people there. And it was for me. The event was for me. And I did a podcast from there. Uh, I, it was just a great, great time in yeah. California. And I found, I mean, Daniel Silva, who he's, this kid is the tattoo artist to the stars. 4,000 an hour for tattooing. Wow. He tattooed me. I tattooed him. I have, there's actually a tattoo. Oh, Little nice. thing I words with. It's funny. That's a crazy story. And nice kid. And he's there. And, and JJ, John Johnson, who was with Maury Povich, he did the current affair. Mm-hmm. He was there. He's a good friend of mine. I know him. So he stops in. Leo Rossi, who played in Analyze That uh, uh, with uh, Billy Crystal, he played in many movies. Okay. Uh, you know, he plays the mob movies. Uh, and he's a friend of mine. So he showed up. He heard I was going to be there. So he came in. So I'm like sitting there and people are going, Wow, Leo Rossi, he came to see me. Where's Larry? I got to see Larry. He walks in, he's that, you know, that big personality mm-hmm. Italian guy. And he's an older guy, great guy. He's done a lot of movies, all the analyzers. He was, put it this way, do you remember The Accused with Jodie Foster? Mm-hmm. He was the antagonist. He was the bad guy, you remember? When she won an Oscar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Leo Rossi. So, and he's a great guy. He produces now. They do a lot of stuff. So it's funny, we had this event. He was and, one of the bad guys in that movie. Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah. He was. And he, I, I'm the kind of guy that... I don't know. I might not know names. These friends I know, but I have a guy with me, and I and I said, make sure you find out. He, he's old. Right. It's easy to find right. out. And here's one thing, and looks at my Larry. Just did a movie on this. Did this. Oh, so I don't look like an asshole. Right. You know, because <laughs> as we get a little older, sometimes we, we forget about like things. <laughs> but it's fun, and and I just think that it, most of the people I'm finding, Tony, even in this industry, are nice. Yeah. You know, they're not assholes. No. Most aren't. I don't know how, you know, A-listers, even A-listers I've met have been nice. I went to the Colorado Rockets. I don't know if you knew this. I go down to Colorado. I went to Red Rocks. We saw the Steve Miller Band, a bunch of us, Frank, you know, whole group. He's from Waukesha, Wisconsin. Is he Steve Miller Band? Mm-hmm. What a great concert, man. I've never been to Red Rocks, and I went. That's a bucket. That was my bucket list. Yeah. So we went, but it, a bunch of us went. But two days before Frank and them all came in, I went down. I stayed at the Rally Hotel, which is number one hotel, top ten in the country. And I was looking in Coors Field from my, my hotel room. I was on the 10th floor where all the, like, the other baseball players mm-hmm. and people. So I end up going to the game. I, 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 I uh, did some posts that I'm going to go to the Colorado Rockies. I was 10th row behind the bench. I got tickets. I bought them. Didn't know any. I was just saying, uh, I'm going to go. Right. I end up, didn't know this. So we watch the game, have a great time. Frank is there, you know, the Grant gang. Yeah. And... Uh, Afterwards, we go to Steakhouse. After that, I go back to my room. It's 11.30 at night. My phone rings. Who the fuck calling me at 11.30 at night in a hotel, in a rally hotel? Right. It's the front desk. They said, Mr. Lawton, there's a representative from the Rockies here, and he'd like to you know, present you with something. Okay, send him up, because you need a, a key. Yeah. You know, They had to come up with security. So he comes up, and it's the clubhouse manager of the Rockies, and they give me the game ball for that day, because they knew I was there. Oh, wow. And I... I'm blown away. I said, no, let me. I always carry books or something. So I got a book. I said, let's go downstairs. Teresa's sleeping already. We go downstairs, take pictures. He goes, yeah, a lot of the players are your fans. He goes, you got a lot of baseball players that follow you. They like what you do. And I go, wow, I, I had no idea. So I'm invited to batting practice, I mean, all this. And uh, so he, he gives me uh, the game ball and all that. And I'm going to show you. I got a hat right here. So the next day, we're checking out to go to Red Rocks. We rented a big house out out where it is, and 
Again, the phone rings, and Mr. Lawton, Rockies dropped something off, you know. It was four hats that were actually with my name in them that they give to the players when a player is in there. They make their own hats for the player right there with his name in them. Larry, mine had Larry Lawton on a label. It, it's in the hat. Oh, wow. How do you even know my head size? I don't even know. Because it's really, really, you know, good stuff. Right. I said, I wish I knew this before I spent fucking $200 in a fucking gift shop buying shit. <laughs> but it, it was funny because you don't know. And then when you meet these people, they're regular people, Tony, just like you and me. Huh? You know, they, they, they work hard at whatever profession they're in, baseball or, or acting or whatever. Mike Marino, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Mike is a great friend of mine. He, comes, he was just here. Again, another guy, Cody. I, I sent him a box of cigars. I put something on YouTube. It goes, good. Hey, this is from my good friend Larry Law. and gives me the box, and I'm wearing his shirt. He'd love to come here play. It'd be great. You get some comedians. You get people up there. Yeah. And he's been on a Tonight Show 50 times. Yeah. So, I mean, he did skits for them for, fifth, for, for years. And uh, he goes on everything. You know, he's, you know, every, right. you know, comedians are funny. So we go out all the time. We hang out. He's a great guy. Whenever he comes to South Florida, because he comes to Florida a lot, yeah. but usually like Boca. And he does events that, you know, like uh, shows down there. And I always got to stop in to see him and shit like that. And he wants me to come in. I've been to the, the, the Laugh Factory in, in California. He was the guy who cleaned up Michael Richards. You know, you remember, mm-hmm. remember when he fucked up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike was on after him. Mike was there that night. Oh, wow. And Mike had to, because the owner of the place said, Mike, you got to do this. Clean this up. Yeah, yeah. Clean it. He went out and he goes, well, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. If that happened in Brooklyn, we'd have killed him already. But, I mean, you know, it, he started it out. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was there. Yeah, I didn't know that. He, he told the whole show on so, this show. It's really funny because uh, a lot of people think they can tell jokes and, and do that. Stand-up is such, oh. a, is such a high. Hard. Hard. It, it's the IQ they have to have and the quickness and the things to be able to do that. I mean, that's a perfect example. I mean, you are now in, you're at the bottom of a volcano. And you got to get out. And you got to get out. You know, Tony, you said that because I laughed at that because uh, I watched him. Uh, I, I've been enough of his shows. And you, you know, you'll see a heckler. Yeah. I feel bad for that heckler. Oh, my God. Because they're so, they rip them apart in a way that people have no fucking no, clue. No, pros know how to handle it. And when I tell you. Amateurs. That, I don't know what they do, but no. he fucking made that. I, I said, this guy, I don't know what's going to happen. And, yeah. Sure enough, man. And he and the guy, the girl, it was a girl, and the guy he was with felt like an ass. Cause, yeah, you know, he should have. Oh, it's just fucking the way I said. Oh, because we talked about that yeah. on my show. He goes, "No, you don't want to ever get into that kind of argument with a guy who's on stand up who knows what he's doing, because they dealt with it forever, right? And they know what the yeah. reaction of fans are gonna be. They already felt out the audience. They know how it's gonna go. Yeah, it's amazing. You think you're being a, you're uh, being funny, and and oh, you're gonna dominate this that that, that evening. And to the comedian, your Tuesday night. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to oh, get annihilated. And, and, and Mike was filming that night for HBO. Oh. And, and he just, but he, and then afterwards we were out, out in, the, in the parking lot and the guy came up a pile. Michael, you know, he's not hating, yeah. but he, no. goes, he goes, listen, I didn't mean to do it, but you know, you wouldn't shut your mouth. Right. <laughs> but I'm laughing because I'm usually the one, to, but I don't do that either. Right. I mean, I'm smart enough, but we had such a good time. I'd love to bring him to your store and smoke a cigar and Absolutely. hang out, take pictures and, uh, we we should uh, just something to do, but anyway, Tony, my God, we gotta get going. The uh, what else you got promote? What's going on in your shop? I mean, so I, the the other about, event the, that we're gonna do because obviously the twenty second <laughs> we got Crooked Diamond and Larry's gonna be in there. It's gonna be oh, we're gonna have uh, a lot of fun. Great, great evening. Don't forget about this special twist on the Bordeaux Fund that you, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, telling you about. Well, I'm gonna talk about it on every show now. Uh, okay. 
I mean, we got a few shows and my right. videos because now right. I, I actually, and I'm going to put it on social media. We do a lot of shorts now. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. I don't do it. I have. So, um, <laughs> I don't do it really. Don't. So once a month, what we do, uh, aside from our major cigar event, is we have a ladies night. So June 14th, which is uh, two days from today. They need a speaker? No. I'm a good speaker. Do you wear a dress? Can, no, I'm just I can. Kidding. No. So Yasmin. I had to go viral. Yasmin. If, if, if you've <laughs> been know, to executive. if Everybody knows yes. So she runs the ladies' night called Fierce Fumeras, which is a fancy way to say ladies' night. Um, it's girls only, which is my favorite thing because I don't have to do shit for this. I, I pick up the cigars. It's the same thing. It's 10 bucks. There's food. And ten, but it's girls only. Really? And so it's, I can't go to it? No. You can kind of hang out and sit at the bar and, and watch the festivities. Where is the facility? I mean, I know you. It's facility. in the shop. But is it like in a corner? Yeah. Like where all the couches are? Yeah. Okay. So um, she does a great job with it. It's, I got to talk to her about she, it. She has... Uh, she does do guest speakers, so you might want no, to talk to her about it. She did tell me. I, that maybe uh, that's what she was asking yeah, me yeah. to do one day. Um, uh, but I'm not a, I, I don't have anything to do with any of the content. She's all the content for that evening, and it's great. It's starting to really pick up steam. I mean, the first couple times she did it, it was 10, 12 girls. Now there's been 20, 25. So it's now become a thing. That, and the segment of female cigar smokers, premium cigar smokers, is... Trending a, this way. I have video. Yeah. Uh, well, matter of fact, I have video. I'll, I'll give you some. You put one on a loop in your place. The cigar smoking with women is, and they really are getting there. Right. And it's becoming really a trendy thing. Of course. You know, Madonna really started it, but it's coming a, 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 right. a trendy thing. It's funny because I'm doing a podcast. I actually text Yaz not, a few days ago. I'm doing a podcast. You're going to love this. It's going to be called The Naked Podcast. I'm going to be naked. Two girls are going to be naked. Another guy going to be, you know, my, whatever, the producers and yeah. stuff. Anybody in it, all naked. Now, obviously, on the TV, we'll blur whatever. Right. But we're going to be naked, and we're going to talk about nudism and, like, you know, nude beaches, because I've been to them. I'm okay with all that. And Yaz is, too, you know, so I know Yaz pretty good. So I think, I think people would love to hear, because obviously, you can hear all about nudity, nakedness, or how do you feel with that? You know right. what I mean? Something like that, if you, if you can get that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, and that's what I, we're going to do. I know the, the perception of nude beaches is you think everybody's going to be there is going to be a porn star. Or hot. No. But every guy, looks, look every guy looks like you. Yeah, fucked up. A hundred percent. That's why I like it. I don't look bad. <laughs> that is true. So you got that event. So Come. that's the 14th. Okay, and now is that like a certain day every month? It's the second Wednesday of every okay, month is ladies' go. night. Oh, I can never make that because I always had the second Wednesday of the month is my guy's birthday dinner. Okay. You know, we always have yeah, that yeah, birthday yeah, dinner. Yeah. I mean, I'll miss that for a speaking with yeah. Laz if she ever wants. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll talk to her. So that's the, that's the 14th. And then obviously the 22nd, we got the... Uh, uh, Crooked Diamond. Cro Crooked Diamond. Uh, Wait, is, that, is there a name for that event? I could say it's just the Crooked Diamond. Uh, no, it's called Crooked Diamond with Larry Lawton. Is that what it's yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know if you had like a fucking art. I know I have to be back from Vegas. I got to take the red eye from Vegas. Take a nap. Of course. I mean, I'm all right with that. And, and listen, it's something about work that you, no matter what, I get up for it. it yeah. It's just something I do. And uh, so I, I'm, a, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Just because I like to have fun. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm a people person, everybody, obviously. We'll do some raffle prizes. You're going to bring some stuff. I'm going to bring we'll some stuff. Yeah. I'll definitely bring some books. I'll bring some other stuff. Uh, I'll, bring, I'll donate a box of cigars. I'll do, you know, a bunch of stuff we'll do. Okay. You know, and then you can do that, raffle the whole box. Yeah, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you're going to do your thing, too. I yep. mean, we're going to have... Oh, we got our special little raffle twist, which is always a lot of fun. Lot of yeah, that's going to be... That's, you got me thinking yeah. something. That, uh, now I'm going to be telling people... 
But the people around here, I know will be there. I know because yeah. I've had some people ask me already. You keep saying this event. When is it? Where yeah. is it? I said, I'm going to have yeah. the guy on. So you'll see where my marketing and advertising background comes into this promotion that we're doing that I'm not going to tell you about. Oh, boy. It's, you know, now I'm getting a little nervous. <laughs> no, it, it, you'll, 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 you'll understand it. It'll make 100% sense to you. I'll have to explain it to everybody else because it's... Well, you know, Tony and I know each other 10 years, 12 years, yeah. or whatever it is, you know. When you had the shop, the small one. Yeah, I do remember the beer place. I mean, I remember yeah. all that shit. It's funny. Now look, now look, I love your place. Yeah. Done a good job. Yeah. But anyway, I want to thank you for coming on, Tony. I, really I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Uh, everybody, that's Tony Nardone. He owns Executive Cigar right here in Melbourne, Florida. Uh, if you're ever in the area, go check it out. Just say, Larry said, say hello. Uh, Tony is a great guy. I'm sure he'll give you a discount of something. Right, Tony? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, come on, Tony. <laughs> nah, he'll do something. I know. Uh, listen, guys, everybody, have a great day. You know, uh, be responsible, have fun, make good choices. And I hope to see everybody at the 22nd at Executive Cigar in downtown Melbourne this month. So it's uh, 10 days, right, Tony? 10 days, 12 days? Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. Everybody have a great day. Stay safe. Thanks again, Tony. And please make good choices. Don't touch anything. It's the greatest find yet. Nothing compares to it. But it's definitely something you should hear.